Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, episode 33. It's time to reverse the imbalances in your life as you take the first step on your own journey towards personal change. Welcome to Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live healthier. Now here are your hosts and your guides to natural living, Jamal and Kim. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe podcast. We have another great episode for you this week. As I mentioned, my name is Kim, and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, Peace and blessings. Yes. And um, this topic today that we're going to eventually dive into is uh, something that Jamal and I was inspired from dealing with the many clients that we have dealt with in our Holistic Center Life Strength and Health in New Jersey. Uh, we've dealt with so many clients. And uh, this area is uh, problems that people face uh, with food, changing their diet. And, um, you know, because changing your diet, this is a lifestyle. And a lot of people, once they do a program and they need to transition into a different way of living, um, have a hard time acclimating because they're kind of trying to fit a new way of life into an old paradigm. And uh, we'll dive into that in a few minutes. But, uh, you know, I just want to say I hope everyone had a great weekend. And uh, in New Jersey here, we are transitioning soon into spring. We just had daylight saving time uh, yesterday and we uh, pushed the clock ahead an hour. So I'm so excited that the days are going to get longer and uh, they're going to get warmer and spring is just around the corner. Yeah. How, how did you do with uh, with losing that that hour? You was, were you good? Well, it's always tough losing the hour, but I love the sun. I love longer days. So this time of year, I don't mind losing the hour. It's always in the fall when we have to turn the clocks back. The next day, you kind of feel the effects. So Yeah, I, I don't necessarily mind losing the hour because of what we get. But I, I must say that I've, I completely forgot about the hour. So losing it actually hurt a bit because uh, I, I was a late night and I, I thought I was going to bed at two um, and I looked at the clock and it was three so it just psychologically threw me off that the hour was gone and I, I didn't even realize that that uh, that's what happened I just thought that uh, somehow I lost track of time it was suddenly 3 a.m. right uh-huh. I, it, it kicked in at two right right I mean yeah. but thank goodness for cell phones because it the just, cell phones yeah. automatically adjust. Right. So you, <laughs> if you go with your cell phone, you'll you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, happy to uh be on the show today and and get to uh share some great information with you all today. One one of the things that I like to do as a health practitioner is just kind of stay up on different trends that are going on in health. Because a lot of our clients, as they come in, you know, they ask, you know, what do we think about this? Or, you know, have I heard of, about that? And they just want to get our opinions and weigh on things. So I stay, try to stay abreast of what's going on. And uh, today I was reading a story and it was, um, well, it was an article. And it was making the connection between um, weight gain and uh, walking while eating. Wow. And and I thought that that was pretty interesting because how many of us do that? You know, you just g- literally grab something on the go and um, you're walking and eating. 
I know a lot of people in our area, they work in New York. So they're, they're you know, doing a lot of walking on the mm-hmm. subways and things like that. And they're walking and they're eating. Right. And they're still um, conducting the study. But basically, it was a study done on 60 people. And they would, you know, give them f- foods and they would have them walk. And then after after they, you know, walk for um, a particular period of time while they were eating, after that they had them snack. Mm. And basically... The ones that walked first, they ended up eating five times as much uh, as far as like taste testing and snacking and things like that after they were walking and eating. So if you're walking and eating, technically, you should be satisfied. Right, you should be satiated. <laughs> right? right. But they're still eating five times as much compared to someone that just sat down and ate their food. Wow. And then they, um, they tasted. They tasted very little because they were already full. Mm. So basically... Um, it's not conclusive, but they were saying that they, they think that somehow uh, walking, uh, it distracts it, it distracts the, the brain. So it's not registering the fact that um, you're eating. Mm. So um, it doesn't really, you know, know that you ate in a sense. Right. Um, and, and also it doesn't trigger um, your, uh, you know, yourself to know that you're full and mm-hmm. to, to stop eating. So I thought that that was that that was pretty interesting. I mean, as health practitioners, we're definitely taught about just the digestive system process and the the least distracted you are and the more that you can actually concentrate on eating, like when you can just sit down and just focus on eating and um, chewing your food properly, your food is going to digest the best. So whenever you're distracted, especially with doing activities, walking and things like that, that's going to disrupt your digestive system. But now looking at these studies, it actually can contribute to to weight gain. So I thought that that was um, pretty interesting. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. So, um, okay, I guess we'll just dive in Mm -hmm. to this week's topic. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, Jamal and I was inspired to um, go over or discuss what we're going to discuss in this episode because it just seems like food for um, a lot of people when they're transitioning to a healthier lifestyle, they get to like a plateau where they're kind of overwhelmed or confused um, and they just kind of feel lost. And I know speaking for myself and my own journey that, you know, your diet, the food that you eat is the foundation of your health, whether it's weight loss, whether it's feeling great, reversing imbalances. It always comes back to the foods that you eat on a daily basis. And, you know, Jamal and I are both foodies. And um, when we when we met, I really wasn't a cook at all. Like through transitioning and improving my health and lifestyle, I became a good cook. I became um, more interested in foods and I got recipe books and I was just exploring and trying new things to the point where, you know, I love to prepare foods. I love trying different things, especially healthy foods. Um, But a lot of people either from lack of time or just not, you know, just being at a certain point in their in their journey that they get very overwhelmed and confused. So in this episode, we wanted to uh, get on and talk about at least give five ways uh, for anyone starting on the path on the journey. If you're struggling, five ways to help you to eat healthier, um, to give you that foundation for truly making this a lifestyle and not just something you're doing during a detox or to reverse a specific imbalance. This is something of how to live it, how to live this lifestyle. So number one on the list of uh, a way to help you to live or to eat healthier, I should say, is 
to start the day off right, you know, you know, we all have long, busy days and you want to nourish your body and, and set it off with the right energy, the right mindset, uh, to go out into the world and you need to fuel your body the right way. And, you know, everyone is different, but for me, um, not eating something heavy, doing like a smoothie, a juice, a breakfast smoothie, that really works for me in the morning to, you know, make something packed with energy, with nutrition, something I could drink. Um, and then later on, I'll have like a lunch. But for me, that seems to work. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a constant debate in the health community. Um, you know, what's the most important meal of the day? And for the right. longest, you know, people say, oh, your breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Then when it uh, pertains to weight loss, you know, they say, oh, you know, have your dinner for breakfast. And, and there's so many different things. But really, I, I honestly do feel that breakfast is your most important uh, nourishment of the day. You notice I don't necessarily say meal of the day. I say nourishment of the day because that morning nourishment that you get is the most important thing. It doesn't have to be sitting down to eat, but just the nourishment. It could be a series of tonics and teas or things of that nature, but um, you want to get in the habit of um, nourishing your body first thing in the morning. And the, the best thing that you can nourish your body with first thing in the war, in the morning is water. Right. Um, because you, you, you're sleeping for, you know, anywhere from six to eight hours. You're, and, uh, so they, you know, they say breakfast because you're breaking your fast. So, um, to, to continue that fast, I, I like to call it your, your morning sh- internal shower. You know, we take external showers. This is an internal shower. So the best thing that you can give to your body, um, as soon as you wake up is a really big, uh, glass of water. Um, you know, room temperature preferably so you don't, you know, um, stress the digestive system out first thing in the morning. So a big glass of room temperature water. You could put some lemon in there to help to alkalize the body a bit and cleanse the body a bit. But, um, yeah, water is really a great thing to start out with in the morning. And, and just understanding the cycles of your body, like first thing in the morning, your body is in cleanse mode. You're going through a detoxification cycle. So you want to put cleansing and nourishing things in your body. And one of the things that is very nourishing for the body is fruits. So fruits is uh, really good to have uh, earlier in the morning. You can put them in, you know, some type of uh, smoothie and you can blend them up. Uh, not too many fruits, but um, you can have fruits in the morning and other cleansing things. I, I, I agree. I, I like to have um, a shake or a smoothie first thing in the morning mm-hmm. packed with superfoods and blended vegetables and, and things of that nature. And that seems to uh, really power me through the um, until the afternoon. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, a great place to start forming your habits, starting with water and having something very nourishing in the morning. And then you build your foundation from there. Right. So tip number two to uh, for five ways to eat healthier. It kind of goes along what you mentioned in number one. But number two is drinking enough water, proper hydration. 
you know, our bodies are made predominantly of water. And when we're, our bodies are hydrated, our digestive system works properly, our, our organs and systems work properly, our skin looks better, you feel more clear mentally. Just overall, you'll feel so much better. And um, a lot of times if you consume things in your diet that is dehydrating, if you take medications, if you take a lot of supplements, if you drink coffee or caffeinated beverages, if you eat a lot of carbs and heavy foods, you need to keep your body hydrated so that your body can help process these things. But when you're dehydrated, a lot of times you feel hungry. And a lot of times people who are hungry are really dehydrated. So always, you know, stay hydrated, consume good quality water. We featured in a podcast episode with Maris Riquette and she's known as the Water Whisperer. And in the show notes, I will link uh, to that episode so you can listen to it. And just about the importance of drinking good quality water. Yeah, I mean, I, I think water is probably one of the most underrated, underestimated things that can heal the body. It's the number one requirement outside of air. And uh, most people that come into our office, when they sit down and we get to talking to them, that is the one thing that they're not doing. Right. But water is very healing and you want to make sure that that you get an, enough water. Everyone's water requirements are different. The standard rule of thumb is uh, eight glasses a day. And if you go with eight glasses, you can't go wrong. But everyone's requirements are a little bit different. If you're smaller, you need uh, less water. If you're larger, you need more water. A good right. a good rule of thumb for optimum amounts of water is um, half your weight in ounces. So, for example, if you weigh um, 100 pounds, then you turn that into 100 ounces and you need to get in 50 ounces a day. And that's optimum for you. So everyone would be different, but that's an easy way to measure how much water that you need. And when it comes to the digestive system, uh, it's good to drink water by itself. A lot of people drink and eat at the same time, and that disrupts the digestive system process because it dilutes uh, your digestive power. So ideally, you want to try to eat and drink separately, maybe 15, 20 minutes before your meal or try to wait 30 to 60 minutes after your meal. That's ideal when it comes to, um, you know, drinking water. Right. Definitely. So for tip number three of the five ways to eat healthier, uh, a good way is to limit your consumption of processed foods. You know, we live in a day and age, of course, where, you know, you're always on the run. Um, and picking something up while you're out certainly is more convenient than, you know, preparing something at home and packing it and so on and so forth. But processed foods are really nutrient deficient for the most part. I mean, there are some um, packaged foods that are out there on the healthier side, but Overall, just getting back to the basics of eating real food with real flavor um, goes a long way because when you're feeding your body real food with real nutrients that are packed with real nutrients, your cells are going to be satiated. You're, you're giving your body what it needs and you're not eating empty calories because empty calories is just a bunch of fat and sugar and poor and bad um, quality oils and all these things that are more of a detriment to your health um, more than a benefit. And um, actually, the next episode we're going to be releasing, episode 34, is a powerful 
um, interview that we did with the best-selling off New York Times best-selling author, I should say, of the Dorito Effect, Mark Schachter. Mm-hmm. And um, you definitely have to tune into that because he did some tremendous studies on the food industry when it relates to flavoring and how a lot of these foods don't really have nutrients in them. It's it's a billion dollar industry of flavoring um, that these companies um, are utilizing in their foods to have it taste like a specific food, but it really has no nutritional value at all. And over time, these foods, they kind of make our taste buds bland. They kind of trick our body into thinking that we're eating certain foods that we're not. So if overall, if you're going to be consuming a lot of these processed packaged foods that really have no nutrition to it, steadily over time, it's going to lead to obesity. It's going to lead to a lot of other imbalances in the body. So it always goes back to eating real food with real flavor. Absolutely. And uh, something else to think about as well is uh, just the preservative that they have to put in these meals so that they can last. So sometimes a meal can uh, can sit on the, the shelf for months, weeks and months and even years sometimes before right. you eat it and it's staying intact. So there is a process that has to go, um, the food has to go through to make it last that long. But it's, you know, sometimes we have to, you know, in, in, in emergency situations, you know, we need to have things of that nature. But for the most part, you want to have your food as fresh as possible. A lot of times, you know, when you get the more natural things, it goes back quicker. So you can't necessarily shop so far out unless you're getting into freezing and things of that nature. But the fresher your food is, the better your food is. Right. Even when it comes down to certain uh, products that have the artificial coloring to make it look fresh, even uh, the certain meats out right. there, certain animal products that are out there, you, you're buying them um, and they pump them with different gases and, and different coloring to make it look like it just came from the farm the same day, but it has literally, um, it's been weeks uh, and even months in, in that process. So you just want to be mindful of processed foods and you want to try to keep your processed foods to a minimum and you want to get into whole foods and trying to prepare as much of your foods as possible. And in the beginning, I know it's challenging when it comes to, you know, preparing food. So we definitely recommend um, getting cookbooks, getting cookbooks, going online, pulling up recipes and beginning the process of um, making some really basic dishes. Uh, Was it? Which show was that? Um, two show, two episodes ago, where um, Chef Sa gave us the um, gave us a recipe on a, a cheese, right? On I'll a look raw it up cheese. right now. Yeah, so we um, so we have uh, a, we had a chef on on Chef Sa. She gave us a cheese recipe. Yeah, that was episode thirty one. Yeah, episode thirty one. So you know, doing things like that, trying some basic things, and just getting a little bit more experience in the kitchen and starting to prepare these meals and you get more comfortable as you go. In the beginning, we experienced it too. You just feel kind of out of place trying to make more natural things and sometimes it comes out (laughs) good and you nail it and sometimes it comes out really bad. I've made my fair share of mistakes. (laughs) Yeah, it comes out bad. It just just happens sometimes. Sometimes you're just eating for nourishment when you want to eat eat to enjoy it, but it, it, it comes with the territory. So if you're out there and you're making mistakes, just know that, that you're not alone and it happens. But just just keep at it and it'll come together. Yeah, definitely. 
So tip number four um, in our five ways uh, to eat healthier is to incorporate exercise or movement in in your life. Eat daily if you can. You know, for me, exercise um, is my stress relief. It's my time for me as a mom, um, as a business owner, just to kind of get away and just have you time. And I've always been an athlete growing up, so I find... Um, comfort in exercising. I just feel better. I feel my skin looks better. I've, I've moved better. I just, overall, I just feel great. And when you exercise and you consistently do it, um, it motivates you to eat healthier because you're doing all this work on the one end and you don't want to self-sabotage yourself. It's just something internally that it causes you to gravitate more towards the healthier fruits, your fruits, your vegetables, um, just eating cleaner. So, you know, movement is life. You know, no one wants to be stagnant. You know, life is ever changing. It's moving and you have to move along with it. And whether you're just doing a Pilates class, yoga, Zumba, if you have a workout regimen, whether you just even go out and walk here in the East Coast, we're heading into spring. You know, I see people out now getting walking, jogging, because this shift um, during this time of year causes you to want to be more active. So move along with it. Don't fight those energies. Move along with it and start moving. Get a videotape and do it at home. Do something on YouTube. There's just so much information out there uh, for you to work out with. Um, so just start moving and that is going to influence and inspire you to eat healthier. Yeah, you know, it's a common misconception when it comes to exercise. And a lot of times people think that, you know, you exercise to, to lose weight. You know, a lot of people right. exercise to lose weight. And yeah, it can help with that. But that's not why, why we exercise. Because if you're just exercising to lose weight, once you lose the weight, then you're going to stop exercising. Or if you don't have success at losing weight, then you're going to stop exercising. Exercising is something that is required for the body to do. It's something that you literally have to do. It's a requirement. <clears throat> We've been uh, kind of taught that it's optional, but exercise is not optional. You right. have to exercise. It pumps the lymphatic system and it helps to relieve tension from um, organs and systems of, of your body. And uh, it just increases your circulation and uh, it, it moves oxygen and gets rid of toxins. Like it, it does so many things. Like you have to exercise. It's right. not an option. Um, but the other misconception when it comes to exercise is that uh, the types of exercise and what uh, counts as exercise. We had a, um, a client in the office the other day and she said that she hated exercise, you know, which is, you know, crazy, but she said she hated exercise. Um, but after we got uh, to talking for a little bit, what I realized was that she didn't know what exercise really was. Her idea of exercise was going to a gym, taking an aerobics class or, you know, pumping iron. And yeah, those are forms of exercise, but that's not the only form of exercise. Right. So, I think that it's important for you to find your love, find something that you love to do. For someone, it may be tennis. For another person, it may be martial arts. For someone else, it could be dancing, swimming, uh, basketball, weightlifting, 
uh, CrossFit. There are so many different ways that you can exercise your body, yoga, Pilates. Um, you have to find something that you like. So if you're doing something that you don't find it um, fulfilling, move on and try something else exactly. until, yeah, until you find some form of movement that you actually find, like. Find your passion. Yeah. And yeah. Then, then once you find that, then you can stick with that and now you can grow into it. Now you're motivated to do it and you're not just doing it because, oh, I need to stay healthy or because I need to lose weight or because, you know, uh, Kim and Jamal says that I have to do this. <laughs> You know what I mean? You're doing it because you truly enjoy doing it. And that and that is uh, that's what's important. You know, um, one of uh, Kim's passions is tennis. Right. You know, and uh, it's not tedious for her. She loves to go. Mm -hmm. One of her friends call her up. Let's play. You know, she's trying to figure out a way to get out. She, you know, she plays in the league. And she does a thing because she enjoys it. And when you're doing something that you enjoy, you don't even think about it as exercise. You're just thinking about it as something that you want to do and enjoy. So um, just wanted to shatter those uh, exercise myths. We haven't done a whole show on exercise yet. Yeah, we got to get next. yeah, we got to get an uh, exercise expert on here. That's yeah. that's going to be what we're going to get in the uh, the near future. Mm-hmm, definitely. So uh, this, we're going to touch on the last and final tip of our five ways to eating healthier. And this last tip is planning or preparation. And, you know, what's that saying? Something like, in so many words, it just means that when you want to become successful, it's not like it's luck. It's preparing for your success. And the same thing is true with luck favors the prepared mind. There you go. I could not think of it. Oh, look at you. But um <laughs> but um yes, so preparation in terms of food. If you live in an area where there are not many food choices, if where you work there is just, you know, a local place that's just serving some fried foods that you know you shouldn't consume, then you have to plan ahead and buy some things that you can have on hand or prepare your meals ahead of time and bring the leftovers or find something in your area that, you know, they serve the foods that you can eat and they deliver. You know, whenever Jamal and I travel, when we recently took a road trip um, at the end of 2015, or was that? Yeah, 2015 mm-hmm. to Florida. You better believe I was on my phone. Like we packed our food, but we had a little hitch in the plan because of it was a, a hurricane or they had a flood, I believe, in a, a big stretch of I-95 in South Carolina. So we ran out of the food because we had to lay over in Columbia for one night and we ran out of food. So I instantly started researching, OK, we're going to be driving this way. Where are some health food restaurants, health food stores? Because that is important for us. We're not going to just eat the traditional foods that are on the major highways, a lot of these franchises, because we don't consume those foods anymore. So having that mindset of preparing and planning ahead of time will set you up for success rather than being a victim of the environment that you're currently in. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's important to understand is that um, our society isn't set up to be healthy. It's actually set up to be unhealthy. And um, if you do not prepare, if you don't plan, you're going to put yourself in a situation where um, you're going to be eating the foods that uh, you don't want to eat, even down to the, the average restaurant that you pass. It doesn't really have true health selections out there. Uh, so it's important that 
you plan and I always say keep a very healthy snack on you at right. the at the very least. Keep a healthy snack on you so that um worst case scenario you can um eat something to uh to hold you over. So that is um extremely important, making sure that um you that you plan. Plan your, your weeks out plan your your day out you know before have a game plan going into uh your next day already know what you're going to eat if you're going to eat out already know where you're going to eat out so the more that you can prepare yourself the more successful that you're going to be overall unfortunately you just can't wing good health it's it's impossible right. you know even even when we go out to events if someone invites us out to an event the first thing that we're going to do is reach out to them and say, hey, what type of food options are you going to have? Right. We, you, you just have to. It's unfortunate, but you just have to. Or you just eat ahead of time. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. or you eat ahead of time. So we find out, you know, do we need to, one, eat ahead of time, two, bring something, or, or, or yeah, or, or three, um, you know. What's in the area. Yeah, what, what, what's in the area. <laughs> so uh, you just have to completely... Uh, prepare and it's a little tedious sometimes, but eventually it gets it gets easier. And right. sometimes you have to you have to kind of train your family and friends to to get accustomed to to the new lifestyle that that you're um, that you're living now. So eventually, your friends and family will start having things for you, or when they invite you places, they'll make sure that there are things that are out there for you. But in the beginning, you have to go out of your way. To make sure that things are prepared for you so that you can be successful. Yeah, definitely. So to recap our five ways to eating healthier, uh, tip number one was starting the day off right. Tip number two was consuming enough good quality water. Uh, tip number three was to limit your intake of processed foods. Tip number four was to incorporate more exercise and movement into your life. And tip number five was preparation and planning. Um, and these are just five simple things that anyone can do. You know, Jamal and I, we always mention that there is so much information out there, which is great, but sometimes people get overwhelmed and inundated and don't know where to start. So here's a good foundation that you can still do your research and get all this valuable information that is online and in books and then so on and so forth. But it gives you a foundation and a framework in which to apply it and to utilize it in your life. And just always remember, keep it simple because when you keep it simple, it's something that you can keep doing each and every day. And eventually doing that will eventually lead it into being in a habit and a lifestyle. Yeah, I was just reading a quote the other day and it was motivation will um, get you going, but habits will keep you going. Right. So uh, the show can be exciting. You know, new programs can be exciting. New information can be exciting and it gets you on the path. But it's very important that you begin to have a method to your madness and you create these good habits of things that you're doing day in and day out. So once that kind of high wears off, you're already ready in the habit. You have a system of doing things. And if you follow that, you'll be successful and you can't lose. Yeah, definitely. And uh, before we go to access 
this um, episode, the show notes for this episode, any of the links that we mentioned um, in this episode, just go to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash 33. And uh, you can access the show notes page as well as make sure you sign up for our email list. So uh, you can be kept abreast of anything that Jamal and I have coming down the pike in the future. Okay. So until next time, live healthier. Stay healthy, everyone. Peace and blessings. We hope you enjoyed your time with Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe. To keep you on your path towards a happy, healthier lifestyle, we encourage you to visit jkhealthtribe.com for a free copy of the eight effective ways to lose weight and keep it off, as well as more content to help you find your health balance. Thanks again, and we look forward to educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier.